podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged episode. I have no idea, but before we... Before we get going, I'd like to big a shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Um, go over, mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $450 off and they'll take really good care of you. Um, oh, before I forget too, if you like this podcast, go over and check out some of our other ones like High School Hoops, Coaching Youth Hoops, 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast. If you're looking for that one defense that will work against anybody, the Funnel Down Defense Podcast, you know, the Rule of Three offense that will work at any level, go over and check those out leave a five-star review you would like those but also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better it's a one-stop shop for basketball coaches it's resources it's everything it's what i it's what i would have wanted as a 27 year old basketball coach it's a roadmap to success uh, on and off the court and we offer a 14-day free trial because i'm a coach i understand how it goes go over and check it out kick it kick the tires around see if it's for you and if it's not we'll part our ways and we'll say thank you and and move on but i i guarantee you're going to love all the material and the material we're always putting in um teachups.com but anyway have a great day everybody and let's head off the podcast uh, i know we're early so or maybe not early but no go ahead go ahead go oh, ahead cool 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 I was just well, we, working on practice planning. Actually, I got trials it, starting on Monday, so same here. Exactly. That's same what thing I was too. doing. I was like going through I had my, like, my little five-year-old. We had YMCA this morning, and uh, it, it's interesting. Obviously, there's there's no parent volunteers, so I jumped in and did that, and then we start our my our varsity season on on Monday. So, um, I have a list of questions. Okay, go um, ahead. They remember me. I'm the guy that didn't win last year. <laughs> uh, so. On, on the girl side, um, what I what I've been noticing, and I did some AAU last spring, and it and it, it was nice because I got some wins. <laughs> and uh, uh, what I've noticed the trend in this this I'm not brand new to girls basketball, but three four years ago when I started with this, I hadn't done girls in a while. Right. And something that I'm picking up on is, uh, I think people recognize you know girls can't throw as far or whatever, so they deny the entry a lot. A full court press there is it's that, that's and it depends on the age level but it's definitely harder for the skip from corner to corner it's Correct. hard to form from the half court to the corner so yeah. yes i think some of those traps and rotations work better correct um, it's that yeah and it's again it's, it's height it's strength it's some of those things yeah. so i've been huge um, generalization but it's probably true yeah over the whole stretch yes on our open gyms, I've been really like we start off right off the. Typically, we stretch and then I do a bunch of uh, Tara Vandermeer from yep. Stanford. Whatever, yep. I do a bunch of her like partner passing stuff. To start yep. first five minutes, and we've been doing a lot of skip passing or uh, even baseball pass, a little bit of everything. And um, the biggest thing is, I kind of our press break. I, I've I've learned just through experience that it's one thing to have a press break. What I've added to that is my press plate goes all the way through to the entry. So I have, um, I go on the right side, inbounder runs to the right, looks for our point guard at the outlet spot. And right. I've added a natural reaction to run the baseline, look opposite for the three coming back. Okay. And as that happens, I actually have my point guard come and screen 
the person who's trying to deny the entry pass. Um, who do you have? have throw, who do you have throwing it in? So I have my four. Um, my my four. My post, one of my posts. My four passing it into my one. Free throw line extended. Okay, and and um and uh, are you having problems? Have you had or are having problems with press break? Uh, not with my press break, sometimes with the entry of the press break. Okay, so I like putting my point guard throwing it in. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, yeah. Unless they're really tiny, because the problem is that's a really, that diagonal, once they enter it, Uh as long as you got a decent passer, then, um, then you have the, um, the entry, the, the, the point guard coming passes it and then comes in. That's a really hard pass, just virtually impossible pass to stop. And then you have your point guard with the ball going in the right direction. Yeah, that's true. I actually used your sideline. Sideline sideline will work forever. It it it, it worked to a T. It is literally one of the one of my proudest things. Is I think <laughs> it will always work. It, it really funny. will. It, um, it, it was it was perfect. It was it was too easy. I, I think the only issue it was like a t- I think we we're down one, needed uh two to win, whatever. Five seconds worked to a T. The girl just threw like the girl that was passed to missed the catch, whatever. Right. But it was it was so open. I, that's that's in my back pocket. Trust me. Yeah, <laughs> that in your back pocket. But what I'm saying is sometimes, especially, mm-hmm. and again, you you definitely want of the five, you want the bad one deep. Yeah. <laughs> Like whoever so, can't pass, catch, shoot free throws, whatever. Yeah, I like so that. Though. Have, I like the screening part, and you can also take a charge on the stretch. You know, like oh. if you saw the recent James Madison thing when they were down six with like twenty-seven seconds. Google it. They I just, heard about it. I haven't looked at it. It yet, was but. crazy. Well, they took a charge on a press break. I mean, the guy took a charge. So, awesome. um, that's the only thing. You just got to be careful. You know. But you can use it to take a charge too. You know, if they come up and set that screen, I like that. I've I've seen that before. That works well. Okay, because so I tried it. I, I may have mentioned to you last year. There was one team that just pressed the heck out of everybody. They lost in the playoffs because you can't just do that. Your old that can't be your mo. No, it can be um, part of your arsenal, but it's not gonna. Yeah, correct. And it worked that they started going three quarter court, even half court on us. Uh, of course, at that point they were they were physically better than everybody. Um. um and it works, so that that's what made me like stick to it. And t- this summer, I put together like I put it as part of our entry. Like, um, I've always and, and again, this is just something I learned. I've always kind of had my press break. I've never thought about entering it until I got into the girls' game a little deeper. I realized that it's an advantage to not even let us enter it. So I've added that to my arsenal. Like, oh yeah, so the I'm, the the entry is like if I'm really good, yes. Like yeah. it's hard in the boys' games. Most stuff ends up at three quarter court or even pushing half court because you're going over the top, right? Yeah, and they're big and yeah. they're and they yeah. in the ball handling. But you're right. You're um, uh, yes, I would, I would have, I would have several different looks and entries, even entry, using yeah. that like a low, like a one four or a box set. Yeah, just give people different looks. They don't adjust well to different looks, gotcha. and they don't I have, have something- time to prepare. Gotcha. I even have something where we run somebody else out of the bounds, pass it along the base, that type of thing. Okay, good. So now, do you use your point guard full time to enter the ball? No, or is that just no? Just I, but but by half the time, the issue is I want um, I want <laughs> I want my best player, my best free throw shooter to get the ball down the stretch. Gotcha. So 
uh, you know, yeah, sometimes they need him on the court because they need him to catch the ball. Um, that, that makes sense. The, the, the problem I'm having, well, not problem, but the, the thing in our, again, me learning the girls' game, is there's teams that that's their MO. They do that all game long. Right. As long as you can't enter the ball, they're going to keep doing that. And I guess that's why I asked the question. So, um, right. yeah, uh, okay. So, um, in your yes. case, it's more so when they put pressure, I can use my point guard to enter. Yes, yes. And then I would, you know, again, do you, ha- do you have a bigger girl that can throw a pass to half court? I do. Yeah, so I would run. A, I'd have a home. I'd. It's like it's like everything. Sometimes you in football, you got to go deep once in a while just to keep him honest, to keep the secondary honest. Okay. You might have to go deep at one point. You might have to, you know, pass it to the big. And I mean, so I would have, especially if that's in if that's an Achilles for you, I would have, I would have a handful of options. A handful of different things. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Like I would spend. I would spend 25% of my practice because you can't break the press. You're never going to run your own. It doesn't matter. Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And especially when I, my, some of my great teams, when I was better than you, I was pressing you the whole game because yeah, I'm yeah. better. It's yeah. that. That's what I wish. So I'm in a town where everyone thinks, and I get it. Everyone thinks hustle and grit and determination is going to win you games. I get it. But in my opinion, Effort is a standard. That, you got to have. You got to learn the game yeah. too. You got to learn to play. Yeah. You can't make chicken soup out of chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be- okay, that's good. <laughs> so basically, I'm gonna jot down basically just a, a handful of different entry options, and if one of them should click. Um, yeah, and then I would work on the different ones, and then I wouldn't over dribble it, and I wouldn't like, and I'd pass the work on passing, work on angles. Um, my, my thought was um, this year. So Monday when we start press breaks, one of the first things I always put in. Um, second day, you know, we deny that first entry. Third day, we deny the first two entries, type of thing. And third, fourth day, we're using heavy ball, th- that type of stuff. Yep, heavy ball. And then you, then again, I don't love this, but sometimes I'll put six defenders on and no dribbles, just it's, so they get a sense of it. It's not you're never going to feel that or see that, and there's no one really is open. But I want. I'd rather have the panic with me than, you know, in the yeah. big game. So I'll do that too. It's like I'll put seven, I'll put seven, eight defenders. Some like against my really good teams, I'll just throw bodies at them. I'll literally throw eight defenders out there against five. Because oh. I just want them to feel like, oh God, what, what you know, and then the, that's not fair. And I go, well, life's not fair too. <laughs> <laughs> so I I've thought about it. I I think I've heard you say that in the past. My only thing is. So now we're not really making a realistic read because there should it's be It's not somebody. a realistic read. It's okay. more I want them to not panic. Uh, and that's where – and that and we work on I'd rather have you eat the ball than turn it over, which oh, means okay. I have the five-second call yeah. and the bad pass. Dead ball turnover. Well, I don't, they'll get a 10-second call on that. I don't care. I just yeah. – if you no one's open, don't throw it. That's why I'm, I'm – so I'm trying to do a couple things. On 100% not realistic – a hundred percent, you'll never do that. But you will feel panicked. You will feel like, and the and what kills high school teams is turnovers and easy buckets. Yeah, oh yeah. I, I turn it over <laughs> and you get a layup, and I turn it over and you get a layup. Then I got to come down and run my offense for thirty seconds. That kills you. So I just yeah. part of my teaching for that is I just don't want them to turn the ball. I, I said you will never get yelled at for get a five second call ever. I will never uh, yell at you for a five second call because you didn't think anyone was open. I didn't call the timeout. 
and you got a five second call. Okay, we'll get back and play defense because our defense can stop them. We should be prepared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can prepare in that. I can't prepare when you turn it over and they shoot a layup. Uh, oh, that's like- what I'm just trying to teach them that skill. That's I don't do it very very often, and I do it less than I used to. But I still mm-hmm. got to get that like freaky. Oh my gosh, what's happening? No, that's good. I I, I never thought about it like that. I was always thinking of that because I've 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 heard those suggestions. No, and every and every practice should be game like stuff. Everything should be what they yeah. see. But sometimes you gotta, you know. Yeah, no, no teacher, I'm gonna throw a problem that's virtually impossible for you to do in my math class. But this yeah, part of it yeah. is, I want you to struggle <laughs> and like yeah. freak out, and then I'll come help you. We'll figure it out together. Um, but it's more teachable moments at that point that I want. Gotcha. That's All right, good. coach, you have questions, James? I see hey, you down there. Hey, how's it going, coach? It's um, good. It's my typical Saturday night, you know? What am I doing? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Um, so we had our scrimmage today. Our season started with tryouts last Saturday, and we had a scrimmage today. Oh, man, it was a major collision. 27 turnovers we had today 27 yeah well what happened i'll have to tell you is i have okay. five that's too many coach yeah. <laughs> five years i have on my team i only had one okay uh, illness guys not going to practice so you don't practice you don't play um guys going out for soccer tryouts guys were not committed so i had to play some of my yep younger guys Yep. more minutes and a lot of a lot of um errors but here's the question here's where i'm leading to i actually because i was low on numbers i actually brought up two jv kids mm-hmm. and they played better than my bench varsity guys mm-hmm. and now i don't know what to do with that you pull that's- them up i mean that's what i do it's like i'm solved <laughs> I mean, it, it, I mean, is it you run a talented and gifted program for basketball players? Like I've told you, if they're good enough, they should play. If they're not, then they shouldn't play. It's like, um, but was there lessons learned on those twenty-seven turnovers? Did there you will be? Did you session. film it? <laughs> there will be a film session on Monday, but um, yeah, I mean, it's just inexperience. I yeah, mean, that's I, what that's all it is. It's just they don't know. They just. And they also don't know that you have to respect the basketball. And what I tell them is because they think you and I are old farts and we don't know anything. Then I say, go watch, go watch an NBA game or, you know, a top 10, you know, uh, men's NCAA game and tell me they're turning the ball over all the time. You tell me that, show me that. And then I'll, I'll stop talking. Show me the guys that are turning the ball over all the time and still playing you know, for Michigan or for Tennessee. Tell me that. Where are they? And they'll and then they'll go home and they'll watch it and they won't find any. Because you don't play if you turn the ball over like that. You're not playing in the NBA if you come down and have four turnovers in a row. What are you talking about? So it's not like your standards are any different than anybody else's. They just they're they're used to a they're used to a turnover doesn't mean anything because they're playing six games on a Saturday. Yeah. So no, everything you're saying, I'm going to reiterate on Monday, but my, my concern is I took 14 guys. So I have one uniform available. If I bring two JV, but like I said, I've got, Oh, I've got three guys ineligible. I've got, you don't get a Jersey number if you're ineligible. 
I'll give you a jersey number. Okay. And you know what? You're making me think at no point is is everybody going to be eligible at the same time. No. So you're gonna... And first of all, if you don't even get a jersey number until you're eligible. So the people these JV guys are at least eligible. They get a jersey number. Okay. <laughs> That's my theory. It's like Yeah. But and I guess part of it's feeling a little guilty about taking him from my JV coach, but he can take some of the talented guys from the freshman team. Okay, first of all, you are the major leagues. I've had this coach, I've had this discussion with my JV coach. You're the major leagues. They're triple A. So if the triple A coach wants somebody, they go steal them from the double coach. Yeah. It's the it's you know, it's the way it works. It's like you know, that's what my coach. I was thinking I'm trying to figure out my numbers because I start tomorrow on Monday. And it's like, he wants me to keep more. I want to keep a little less. I said, and it's usually 28 between the two of us we try to do, 28 to, between 28 and 30. Um, but, uh, yeah, I said, well, if I need one, I'll just come grab from you. It's like, no, no. It's like, all right, here we go. Okay, and so one last question before I, um, I see you have another coach on. And okay. um, one other question about this is, so I was actually talking to my assistant today. I'm like, did we make a mistake? Because honestly, I knew these JV players were bit better than some of the guys I took. And they were either because they were like program guys that have been there all summer, but they weren't as good as these JV guys. Also, we picked up a couple guys that were like football player kind of guys or, you know what I mean? And so I'm like wondering, I'm like, next year, do we just not? do we just assume we may need to take some JV guys rather than just filling spots on the roster? Talk to me about that. Um, I could walk in your gym right now and tell you the top eight to 10 players in a second. The winning programs are pick are, are from 11 through 15. If you keep 15, because those are, those have to be the ones that are going to buy in. They're going to, for their program, people blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so my theory is if you're not, if you're a senior and you're really not good enough to, you're not my top eight, it's really hard for me to keep you because you're not going to play very much. Now, maybe you play more. There's been years I've played 10. Okay. So if you're a senior and you're not in my top 10, I'm keeping a, I'm keeping a sophomore or junior. That's you, you got to be so much better, <laughs> you know, um, because you're you're not going to play and you're not going to be happy not playing as a senior and you're the 11th man. Now, again, there's exceptions to every rule. Um, there's those kids that come along and I've had handfuls of them, but they're very you can't you you know those kids. Like one of them lived like two blocks that way, and I've known him and I knew he was and he was like the he didn't play. He was on our first state championship team but I knew he would understand that this is where you are in the world. Those are becoming less and less I find, but they are out there. So I'm, it's not a uniform rule, but I believe in youth. I'm going to start three sophomores this year. And on a top eight, top 10 team in the state, probably. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, if I could play eighth graders, I'd play eighth graders. If they're good enough. <laughs> I don't care. It's like, so, uh, careful what you wish for. I was forced to do that last year. Yeah, and the thing is, we can in our state. I don't know about California. Can you no, play? Eighth graders? We no, we can't play eighth graders. Minnesota, you can play eighth graders. No, um, we can. We can't. So anyway. New York is anything. Anything. Anything goes. <laughs> no, it's uh, no. So anyway, 
but that's and again you're i coach kind of the way i live my life i go with my gut because my gut usually tells me the right stuff tells me the right thing to do not always but most of the time and your gut probably told you one thing and your heart told you something else and you went with your heart rather than your gut (laughs) is that true um i coach i don't know the other coach but we're very lucky to have this man as our mentor that's all i gotta say oh oh, absolutely 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 (laughs) but that's true right i mean that's that's my feeling i don't know i've made mistakes did i ever tell you uh, i gotta tell both of you a story before before i take your question so my first year coaching we were newlyweds we had been married five months it's the only time my wife has said something about who I keep on a team. One person, his name was Danny Rainbow, it was 25 years ago. Funny. Anyway, um, and uh, yeah, he was not happy the whole season. And I, and I knew I shouldn't have kept him. I knew I shouldn't have kept him. But newlywed, kept him. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> great kid, great kid, great kid. That's why I kept him, because I went with my heart rather than my gut. Anyway. Yeah. Always go with your gut, especially when picking a team. Yeah. <laughs> All right, questions. You coach. You had you had you said you had other questions. Yeah, I had more. Um, so this week, uh, we start Monday as well. Um, yep. So my my I I typically have gone, um, like let's say I'm in a small school where cuts aren't an issue. It's just what what level you're gonna play, right? Right. Um, so I basically start on day one. I start putting in stuff. I've always gone like, okay, Monday we're gonna go over our press break. Tuesday is gonna be our, you know, on the make defensively, uh, and so on and so forth. This year I'm looking to go whole part whole, um, kind of on everything. Yep. So on on Monday, I'm thinking to go. You know, 20 minutes transition offense, 20 minutes press break, 20 minutes diamond press, 20 minutes half court defense. Is that too much? Um, okay, so I'm in a little different boat, but what's the most important thing to you? I would say or the program. The program yeah, and yeah, yeah. same thing. Um, I would say half court defense and half court offense. Because that's we, that's all that's all I do Monday. On day one. Okay. I do that. Whatever you I mean, again, teacher for a long time, whatever you emphasize they're going to do. Um, and I would, that's, I would lean into that. Yeah. I would lean into that hard. Um, okay. What do you want? Um, yeah, I would, that's what I would do. I would just, whatever you think um, you want to emphasize, that's what I'd lead into. I'm trying to, I was grabbing mine to see what I, see what I had here for, uh, don't see the activities in here. Um, but that's what I would do. Um, I would just lean into that. Okay. Um, I would not over, I wouldn't over, like you're going to win games by playing offense and playing defense. You can worry about the press. Yeah. I mean, I, those are the two things I would lean into. Um, like, I have to make cuts, but I'm still doing man defense. I'm working on a basic offense. I'm doing some shooting. I have to scrimmage because I'm doing tryouts, so I have to see him run a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but those are the, you know, that's my first day. Um, morning is a lot of skill work. But, you know, we go morning. We go two-a-days for the first yeah. two days. And then after that, um, yeah, then we just kind of go at it. So, 
Um, I'm just looking at my list. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's what I would do. I, I don't think there's a right or wrong on that. Hey everybody, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like, jump up and down, like I say. Um, tell your friends, that would be a good thing. Yeah, sell it. share this on social media. And then also go over and check out teachweeps.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.